0: You're listening to the eCommerce Maven podcast? I'm your host, Christy Sumer, founder and e-commerce girl boss of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and the e-commerce coaching company Retail Bliss. This podcast is designed for e-commerce bosses who want to take their online store to the next level. Together, we'll take on your toughest challenges, motivate you to do the work, and give you all the tools and strategies necessary to build a sustainable and profitable online store. You deserve to make money doing what you love and I can help. Let's get you started on creating that e-commerce brand of your dreams. Hello and welcome to the e-commerce maven podcast. I'm your host Christy Sumer and I'm excited to be here today to share with you what I've learned about Facebook ads and what I'm calling Facebook ads 101 for e-commerce. So let's get started. So in terms of Facebook ads, I'm going to start at the very beginning because I don't know where you guys are at in terms of your journey with Facebook advertising. I know some of you are a little farther along than others, but I really want to start at the beginning because that's what I think is the most valuable for people to understand you know where to go. And then we'll do some subsequent episodes, I think, on some more advanced Facebook strategies. But today I want to focus on kind of what Facebook advertising is how to get started, things to look out for, et cetera, et cetera. So Facebook ads for me, I've been doing them for probably three years off and on. Mainly I started off with boosting posts. And so for you guys that don't know, a boosted post is when you basically just go into your page and boost a post either to your page audience, the people who already like your page, or a specific defined audience of some sort. Um, and that's kind of like the easy peasy beginner step to doing things, not necessarily the most effective, but definitely an easy way. And the thing I want to mention firstly about Facebook ads is that the platform is always changing. So I feel like you pretty much have to stay up with it on a monthly basis, because if I look, if I talk about Facebook ads, when I first started maybe three, four years ago doing them um, versus now. It's completely different. The tools are totally different. So, and maybe if you're listening to this podcast, like six months from now, it may be completely different from this. So keep that in mind. It's February, 2018 right now, as I record that, this episode. So just keep awareness on that and um, know that the platform's always evolving, always shifting. And as we know, Mark Zuckerberg is always changing the algorithm for organic reach, um, primarily in favor of um, family and friends content over advertisers and businesses. So the first step I always recommend for getting started with Facebook ads is actually having a business account. You can get a business account at business.facebook.com. It's totally free. Um, And the reason this is so important is it's going to give you access to a whole host of tools that you wouldn't have if you were just using the normal page manager. I've personally switched both my accounts, both um, the podcast as well as my fashion business and circled is definitely on there. Um, the main functions of the business Facebook manager, you basically log in with your Facebook personal account, but it allows you to act as the business, um, for encircled. It's obviously very important because we have so many people, um, with their hands in the platform from a business standpoint, including our accountants from, uh, obviously a billing perspective, as well as a number of employees with different roles and responsibilities, um, and different levels of access. So you can control that all through there. You can add your pages so that you can manage your pages and assign people to those pages. You can um, create and add ad accounts. Um, you can manage apps. If you're creating one, um, you can create pixels. You can link your Instagram account. You can create a product catalog. I'll talk more about what that is. You can verify your domains. I'm not really clear on what the benefit of this one is yet. Um, and there's a whole host of other things that you can do um, including adding partners, um, your billing and payment information, etc., controlling notifications, requests, etc. So it's super valuable to have this. Um, again, business.facebook.com. If you're still using the page manager, definitely switch right now. It's super easy to do to claim your page. Um, I think you just have to be an admin on your page to do it. So there you go. So when you're getting started from the ground up with Facebook ads, it's really important to have a sense of what you're doing. So listening to this podcast is a great first step, but the second step I really recommend is digging into some resources. So a few of my favorites uh, for Facebook advertising, I have three. Um, The Art of Paid Traffic podcast is excellent. Um, I believe it's hosted by Rick Mulrady, who's like a pretty keen Facebook expert, and he breaks things down into really manageable steps. Um, Amy Porterfield's um, Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. She has a huge focus on Facebook. If you go back, she has a lot of great episodes, as well as the Perpetual Traffic podcast by Digital Marketer. Those are my three favorite go-tos. Definitely plug those in, download them onto your Smartphone and listen to them if you're driving in your car or walking the dog. It's definitely something that um, you need to get familiar with and listen to it on an ongoing basis. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, um, they're always changing the platform, so it's too important to stay on top of things. So the first thing I would do um, in terms of once you've got your business kind of set up and in business.facebook.com is to make sure your pixel is installed. So your pixel is basically how you're gonna track um the effectiveness of your ads essentially. So if you're on Shopify, it is super easy to do. You just go under pixels um, in the business.facebook platform and you create a new pixel. Um, And you basically are going to just copy that pixel ID number into the Shopify platform. Um, if you look up the Shopify help things, it basically puts it in there for you. It, they used to have it, so you had to manually put it in, but now it, Shopify has actually built out a function where you just drop in the pixel ID into the specific page on Shopify, and it basically populates in all the places that Facebook needs it to be. Also, there used to be a conversion pixel and a traffic pixel, and now it's all in one and it can track different events, which is amazing. So I have two separate pixels. Actually, I have one for my US dollar store and one for my Canadian dollar store. Um, and it's tracking all of my events, um, received. So, um, that you definitely want to do before you start doing any advertising because doing advertising without measuring the effectiveness of it is like lighting money on fire. So do not do that hundred percent. Um, the next thing I recommend people to do once you've got that installed properly and Facebook has the ability to tell you if it is, so make sure it is before you do that, um, is set up some audiences. So audiences are basically, um, The best way to describe them is targeted groups of people, and you can create them different ways. There's so many ways to slice audiences, so I feel like I have to do a whole episode on this, but I'll kind of explain it just at a high level. So, for example, let's say you wanted to do some retargeting ads. So, some ads that are focused on targeting people who maybe have been on your website but not made a purchase then you would wanna have an audience of those people to speak to. And how you would do that is you would create a custom audience based on various attributes. So maybe you're gonna take people who've added their payment info to your website, but not completed a sale in the last 30 days, somebody who initiated checkout, maybe somebody who added to cart. You can do all this in audiences and you can go down to as specific as you want. So you can do like somebody who added to cart in the last day, or 30 days or 365 days, you can really slice and dice this data. So um, I would start with doing some custom audiences. Um, Retargeting is a great way to get started on Facebook. So I would start with like a relatively warm or hot audience. So somebody who's added payment info, initiated checkout, added to cart in the last 15 or 30 days. Um, Also, you want to create an audience of people who've purchased let's say in the last three months, because maybe our two months or whatever, 30 days, whatever works for your business and your purchasing model, like how often people are purchasing from you. And you want to create these. And basically this is just going to be pulling from pixel data. So that's why you need your pixel set up first. Um, the next thing I would recommend doing is once you figure out kind of those types of audiences you want to create um, is to go and create some lookalike audiences. So you can upload data into Facebook. Um, You can take your customer list, so you can export it out of Shopify. You can take your MailChimp email list and you can import it into Shopify. Um, You can basically create um, all these quote unquote custom audiences of people and then create a lookalike, which is essentially a carbon copy of the types of people who have done said activity with you. So let's say you updated... You uploaded um, the list of people who've purchased from you within the last year. Um, You can create a carbon copy, similar audience that looks and feels very similarly based on their various attributes in Facebook um, to them. And this is a great way to get started with Facebook marketing because um, it's better to go after people who are very similar to your current customers because it will be easier to um, get them engaged with the brand. And then the last thing you can do is you can, um, create, um, audiences based on people who are engaged with your pages. So, I mean, again, like I'm just giving you guys the high level here. So I'm just giving you three ideas, but there are so many other ways you can do this. But, um, ones I like to create is page engaged and Instagram engaged. So I like to create a custom audience under audiences in business.facebook.com of people who've been engaged with my page, my Facebook page in the last 365 days, as well as engaged with my Instagram profile in the last 365 days. Um, Basically, those are people who are kind of interested in your brand. They're clicking, they're liking, they're commenting, they're into your brand. They kind of are generally familiar with who you are. Um, and then I also like to create a lookalike audience based on those as well. Um, and you can do various slices and dices again of lookalike audiences, but I've found that working and doing a targeted page and cage campaign is really good because these are people who may or may not have purchased from you, but also are um, familiar with the brand and interested in your brand in some way, shape or form. So that is kind of the second thing I would do when you are starting off with Facebook is set up all your audiences and audiences are not static. like You want to constantly be adding new slices and dices of data as you get them um, in your business and definitely updating your customer lists and stuff like that as your business grows. So the third thing you want to do before getting started with Facebook advertising is you want to make sure that um, you have all the billing and all that kind of stuff set up. So you want to make sure you have your credit card. Um, they probably want a backup payment method, which would probably be like a PayPal or maybe a separate credit card for your business that you can use Um, Make sure you have all that logistical stuff set up. Make sure your pages are all set up. Make sure all the links are working, et cetera, et cetera, and that they're updated with the latest creative and copy that you want to represent your brand. If you're going to be doing advertising and if those people are going to click through to your profile or page, you want to make sure it's like looking its best. Just like having somebody over for dinner, you want to make sure your house is super clean and organized. That's really important. So once you've done all that, that's kind of like the basic steps um, that you want to do. And then you can dig into the ads. But before you start doing crazy advertising, you want to get familiar with the ads manager platform. And as I mentioned, um, Facebook is changing things all the time. Um, so it's Always just yeah it's always changing um, recently what they did was they took there used to be ads manager and something called power editor and they basically what I, from what I understand got rid of um, ads manager and now power editor is ads manager um, which is good because there's more advanced features I just find it a bit slower in my opinion um, but yeah so you want to um, start off with some campaigns? Again, I'm going to set up a different podcast and go into details on campaigns because I think um, that is its own thing on its own. But I just want to kind of explain, I guess, the difference between campaigns, ad sets, and ads. Because when you go into the ads manager, it can be a little overwhelming. Um, So when you go into ads manager, there's something called account overview, which is basically just like a reporting tab that will show you um, kind of your active campaigns and what's going on there. Um, when you go to the campaigns tab, so campaigns, I think of as like an overarching, um, basically idea. So like, let's say you're doing something for Valentine's day. Um, well, that's past. Let's look forward. Um, what's in March, uh, international women's day. So you're doing a campaign for international women's day. That would be on this page. So you'd go create and you'd set up a campaign. And when you set up a campaign, Basically what you're doing is you are choosing objectives for your campaign and there's so many types. So this is where people get really overwhelmed and it is really overwhelming. That's the thing. And it really depends on what your objective is as to what um, you should actually be choosing when you're setting stuff up. But um, let's say you're doing some retargeting, then you definitely want conversions. So as your objective. Um, And that's when you're going to set up all that kind of stuff. Ad set is basically, um, I think of it as your target. So when you're going through the campaign wizard or whatever they're calling it right now, it kind of walks you through the campaign, the ad set and the ads creation. And then it gives you the opportunity to duplicate the ad or create a new ad within it. Um, But I always think of campaigns as kind of the overarching um, viewpoint. So for example, I have Right now, um, Southern travel, we're focusing on like doing some campaigns around traveling to the south and what to pack. Um, and I have a very specific ad set targeting people who um, are engaged with our page, who look like to purchasers. And then um, in ad sets also that's where you control the budget, um, etc. And then under ads, I may have like right now, let me look one, two, three, four, five, six, I have six ads, mind you only two of them are active, but I have six different ads where I'm testing. Um, in this instance, I'm testing different imagery with the same copy. So I tested six different images with the same copy. So when you hear about people testing stuff, they're often testing two things. Um, well, I guess you could test it at a campaign level too, but for ads, you could test creative, you could test um, copy. Generally, they recommend not testing both. So trying to nail down the right creative and then going into copy testing, um, because that can be too confusing if you have too many ads. Um, Ad set level, you can test different audiences. So you could test um, maybe a larger lookalike, like a broader lookalike they call it, like two to 5% similar to your current audience versus a one to 2% to see which does better. And you can even test at a campaign level. So as an example, We're running a campaign right now that I think ends soon actually, um, where we have a video. And basically I had set it up as a video views campaign, um, but it could be more than that. So it actually could be um, a engagement campaign, but you could test versus different objectives to see which one gave you the most um, views for... Um, your dollar basically would be my suggestion, but generally I kind of tend to follow, um, what is recommended, I think, in terms of like, like if you're having a video and you're kind of top of the funnel, they call it, like you're just trying to initiate brand awareness. You definitely want video views. Um, so I try to follow at least what Facebook recommends basically. Um, so there's that. Um, so that's kind of the difference between the three. Um, And at a high level, here are three campaigns that I would start with, and I'm not going to like go into details on how to do this because I think I'll save that for a different episode. But number one would be retargeting. So anybody who's been on your site, added stuff to cart, initiated checkouts, added payment information, like super hot people, not people who've just viewed your website, but people who've actually um, done some sort of action or stayed on a product page for a longer period of time. You want to retarget those people. Um, So this is where product catalog comes in. And that's actually the one thing that I'm now thinking of it. I forgot to mention that you want to set up when you're um, setting up your business.facebook.com account. So there's something called assets catalogs. You want to set up your product catalog and link it from your store to Facebook so that they can dynamically retarget, which essentially just means pull up the product ad that they were on so that it's more relevant. So that is one for sure. The second group of retargeting, again, like I think if you're just getting started with Facebook ads, retargeting is the way to go because you're dealing with a very hot audience or warm audience, which means they're already interested in the brand. They've been on your site, they're familiar, and maybe they left the site without purchasing for whatever reason, but you want to get them back. I would also do a retargeting ad towards people who have purchased before with you, but not in the last certain period of time. So we call those lapsed buyers, people who have purchased in, let's say, the last 180 days, but not within the last 30. Um, And you could serve them up an ad with new arrivals. Um, These type of ads tend to do very well as well, again, because they're existing customers. Um, they 're hard to scale because the base on them is really low like there 's not going to be a lot of people to retarget infinitely unless you 've got a lot of traffic um, but that 's an easy one to start with, and the third one I recommend is around any promotion that you 're doing, so targeting in a warm audience so Warm audiences, again, will be people who've been on your site, who've interacted with your pages, your Instagram profile, targeting them around a special promotion you're doing. So for example, with the Chrysalis Cardi, uh, we just were wrapping up a promo on free shipping on the Cardi. Um, So we're doing a retargeting campaign for people who view that product in the last 30 days but not purchased and sharing with them that promotional code on Facebook. Those types of campaigns tend to do really well. There's so many other iterations of campaigns you can do um, when you hear about the conversion funnel, which can be very confusing um, to a lot of people, myself included, um, and I'm just learning about it as I go as well, so keep that in mind. But um, I do think that there's a lot of opportunity here. So I'm going to do another episode at some point in the next few weeks, I think on details on Facebook ad campaign creation. But for now, I just wanted to get you guys off and running on Facebook ads 101. So hopefully you found this helpful. I'd be happy to answer any of your questions. You can find me on Instagram at Christy Sumer, or you can leave me a comment below on the blog if you click through the link on iTunes. Um, and again, if you love this podcast, and you're finding it valuable, please leave me a review on iTunes. It definitely helps me get up in the rankings and helps more e-commerce entrepreneurs become successful in their own businesses. Thanks so much and have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into the e-commerce maven podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, e-commerce boss extraordinaire of encircled.ca and founder of Retail Bliss. If you'd like to check out the show notes, they're available for you at retailbliss.ca and click on blog and search for the latest episode. If you'd love to keep in touch, I would too. So check me out on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most, at Christy Sumer. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome. Any small step is a step in the right direction. Keep up the work and we'll see you guys next week. Take care.